I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Signs had deg on his tires and Mercedes have deg on their face. <laughs> That's how I want to start this podcast, please. Oh, that was funny. Thank you. Um, they, this deg sounds like egg. It does. That's why I said that. Hi, I'm Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. And this is Dirty Air. Virtual safety car is what we're living in. Well, it's a race in Netherlands on Sunday. Max Verstappen wins again. Safety car is coming out and Seb fucked Lewis hard. And Bottas has just stopped himself right there on the track. Could Lewis win? I know he can't because George is on his softs. And I'm thinking I'm going to radio Toto and tell him to fuck himself. Sonoda's got a problem with his belt. <laughs> um, good. Wow. Good. Hey. Hey, that was hey. some good riffing. Oh, I love riffing. That was a good, yeah, that was a good race. That was um I it begrudgingly that race started and I went, Oh, here we go. I know. Because when Max got the lead in the at the beginning, you just went, Okay, well that's the race. Mm. And he, 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 he extended extended the, the, the seconds grew between him and Charles. Oh yeah. Charles didn't have the the speed. It was just one of those races, a, a procession around the track. And I'm not quite sure how it happened that that Max needed a pit. Need desperate for a pit. Um, that's another word that sounds like another word. And and Lewis was less than one pit stop behind him. It, it kind of happened without us really knowing. And then I kind of had to tap you on the arm and go, "Oh look, oh look, oh, it's, it's going to be interesting." Yeah, yeah. And then it was. And then the safety car came out and we went, "Wow, this is really going to benefit Lewis because it's going to pull that gap closed." Mm. But no, it benefited Max. Max is is so. L- lucky this season. You, we was you were saying after the race, you went, "Oh my god, Lewis just can't catch a break." Mm. And I went, well, "Hang on a minute." He did have ten years of nothing but good luck. I know, but I'd quite like it if because Formula One does have this sort of mysterious alchemy of lending all of the good luck to the person who's already a hundred points ahead in the championship. <laughs> and I think that's actually the wrong. Whoever, whoever is distributing luck, I think that's the wrong that's distribution the wrong of luck. luck. If I was distributing luck, I'd give a little bit of luck to maybe Carlos Sainz <laughs> yeah. or, or maybe even Lewis Hamilton in that respect. Yeah. But but not for the last ten years. I would have loved. Max Verstappen to have had a little bit more luck when he was getting no luck. Yeah. It's uh, like at the end of the year, and you know, everyone tries to bring in sponsors. It's like Yoss had a meeting with God. 
<laughs> and sat down. No, next year, the next five years, I want all the good luck for my son. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, can and we go afterwards through? He went. Yeah, I liked God, but he didn't thank me. Thank me for my time. <laughs> um, okay, just pre-race stuff before we get into the race. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Fine. Um, What's the, on the agenda? Uh, flares on the track. Flares on the track. Yeah. Sounds like a sort of Dido song, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, there yeah, yeah. was a flare on the track. Yeah, what's it a metaphor for? Uh, it's a metaphor for the Orange Army um, being bellends. Um, oh no, that's not a met- no, that's not a metaphor. That's, it's just, that's, that's what just it was. F- that's just a four. That's meaning without any need to. Well, carry I just it. think that they're they're so passionate. But us Brits, when we get a flare and we want to support our country, we stick them up our ass. Mm, a flare really isn't being used <laughs> it's, to its, its kind of ultimate. <laughs> like, is it a flare unless it's up your ass, really? If it's not in an anal cavity, are you really supporting your country? Well, no, I don't think, n- not not to the fullest extent that you could be, certainly. Hey, do you know what's funny? <laughs> do you know the Tifosi? What? Do you know the Tifosi? You know the Tifosi. Do you what's, know what that means? It means, um, it's like a... It's an Italian word for... Yeah, it's got, it's like a chocolate layered pudding that's sort of spongy, got booze in it. It's actually more exciting than that. Oh, really? Tifosi, uh, translated into English, means... Fans, <laughs> you fucking kidding me? <laughs> That's what it means. That's so it's just, funny. It's got That's a hero so on Google lame. Translate. That's so it's lame. So stupid, isn't it? They're called the fans. They're called the fans. Oh, That's here like, they are, the fans. It's like when you drive past a TSB and it says TSB Bank, and it that's it's like, oh, that's the Savings Bank Bank. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they call the Defosi in uh, in in Italy. No, they call themselves the maybe they call themselves the fans. Well, the Dutch for fans is fans. Oh. So the, the, the orange well, army. they have to have the orange army. Well, no, they're just, I think we should call them the fans from now on. The orange and it, fans. They do make up the fans most of the I time. Mean, they absolutely love going to the Formula One, don't they? Yeah. And every, Max has a home race every other week. It's insane. Yeah. And we like to give the orange army shit on here, but the truth is, is like, it's not that bad. Like when you compare what the England fans did before the Euros final in like Leicester Square or wherever it was, where they basically turned it into a war zone. Mm. It, and then after the race, like there was riots. Sorry, after the, the game. The men's Euros, we hasten to add. Yes, the men's Euros. Yes, the women's the, Euros. The, the, the women's Far the women's more Euros. enjoyable. That, well, yeah, nobody was, nobody was turning it. No, no, no flares up arseholes. No. At least not outdoors. Sort it out, women. If they you want, keep their flares in yeah, the arseholes if you in want the bedroom. Us to, if you, the hashtag, it's not football. Sorry, it's not women's football. If you want us to take women's football seriously, Shove a flare up your ass. Yeah, in a public pathway. It has to be in a public pathway. <laughs> oh, God. But we give the Orange Army loads of flack, but the truth is, is they're not that. It's, it's, they are just wildly supportive because they don't have... They create enough flack themselves with all those flares, don't they? Lots yeah. of fla- flack coming off those flares. And they and they stuck by the rules. The, the Formula One went, okay, guys, no flares during the race. And as soon as Max crossed the finish line, it was like like a boat had sunk. Yeah, yeah. They and the, ripped the, the, like ten, but like just they all went up at the same time. Someone yes. pulled it out of their mouth, all chewing that gunpowder top and yeah. spitting at each other with absolute joy. I thought they did a good job this weekend. Yeah, look, it's, it, it, it is more exciting. You know, when we were talking about uh, after COVID, they were saying, oh, it's nice to have the fans back, isn't it? Yeah. And I, I never really noticed them. Yeah, that's true. That's now, true. Yeah. and I think, you know, owing to a lot of, owing to various factors, like good FIA marketing and Drive to Survive, every single week it seems like, and it's a record attendance for this track here. Everywhere it's just absolutely packed with hundreds of thousands of people, mm. which is in, an insane number. It's like Glastonbury level numbers. Yeah, Formula One's not that good. <laughs> well, not live. Watch it on the TV. It's you not that good. you had like a baguette. 
I and we a, both yeah. had coffees. Some raspberries, I had some raspberries. Yeah, yeah, I had a banana. And also Max got knighted this week. Um, he got a... Uh, orange knighted. It's called Officer of the Order of Orange Nassau. It's just they have to put the word orange in everything. Off- he's an Officer of the and- Order of Orange Nassau. Also, there's no orange in the flag, nor even the requisite colours with which to create orange. I know, orange. the Dutch flag there's, is just the French flag sideways. They haven't got anything original. It, their national anthem is, Oh, Little Town of Bethlehem. Their flag is the French flag. Yeah. So maybe this is their way of going, no, 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 no actually orange. That's our thing. We're, we're really, it's actually everything's orange. Stick it on the flag, mate. Yeah, have just, that, like, have the, ti- the lion tiger thing, symbol of, like, whatever it is, your monarch symbol, mm-hmm. on an orange background. Your flag. Just put gosh. Max on the flag. He's the only good thing that's happened to the Netherlands for a while. Yeah, that and the and the Lily Museum in Amsterdam. Yeah. He got Max as an officer of the order of uh, the Nassau, which is the highest order. And I looked up who else has got it. And um, Tiesto. Yeah. And every, everybody Dutch who has, everybody Dutch who you've heard of has one. Uh, Armin van Buren, the DJ. Yeah. What's Tiesto if not a DJ? A DJ, yeah. Also a but DJ. then everyone else is like scientists who've like cured cancer and stuff like that. And lots of war people as well. And lots of businessmen have got it. Yeah. But it got me thinking. Has Joss got one? Oh, uh, no. No, Joss, if you're listening to this, you loser. I, 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 I pronounce it with a hard J. He's blocked Joss. us. He'll never know. Yeah. Lewis is knighted, isn't he? Uh, yeah, he's and Sir we, Lewis. We don't really think about that, but that means he, he has to protect the queen. Yeah. He's a knight. And if you actually look at the amount of public appearances she's made recently. He's not doing a very good job, is he? <laughs> I don't think she's going to. Maybe that's why he was so agitated during the race. He was like, God, I wish the Queen was more mobile. Maybe he was worried about driving to protect. I mean, if, if Lewis did have to go and protect the Queen, I guess he would get there quickly. Not yeah, as quickly yeah. as a Red Bull or a Ferrari. That's the thing. If she's like, it has a spot of bother, he should be the one driving the ambulance. Yeah. But fucking, that's what it is when you... Fucking Nino. You know? <laughs> box, box. <laughs> box, box. That's what they're going to say when she dies. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, uh, okay, very quickly. <laughs> Pre-race, Crofty and Ted arguing. I mean, that was just fun for everyone. Can you uh, remind us were- of the nature of the debate that was being had? Yeah, Ted had some information about Piastri's move to McLaren, which is just about to be announced. Yes, and, and I Ted think- had that. Ted and had that. Crofty was, was like, going, oh, are, you, to- are you producing the show now, are, are you-, you? Oh, is that... You pre- I thought we had an order, and, he, and then he went, no, no, no. And it, they're like, uh, do you think they hate each other? I think they annoyed each other. Also, they, like like often gets levelled at us on this podcast, that we they sound quite similar. So it does sound like somebody just kind of having a nervous breakdown. Yeah, that's true. Like a moment <laughs> in the kind of Joker where he's looking at himself in the mirror. And uh, Nico Rosberg's weird underground layer that he seems to be... Yeah. He's uh, commentating he's, on. Has he decided he doesn't want to travel? Is he on lockdown? Why not just not have him on the program? Right? I don't feel like I'm like, oh, thank God. Now we get to hear what Nico Rosberg thinks. Is it that he retired so he could spend time with his family and his wife went, um, you're spending a lot of time at the races still, Nico. Mm. And he was like, okay, fine. I'll do it all from, is it, is he, it looks like he's in his bedroom or like, a, like, you know, the den that every husband builds. When the man, the man room, yeah, the yeah. man cave. Um, the, the study, that's what they call it. Mm. It's somewhere where they can make their own. They always put an espresso machine in there and they watch and they wank in there. Mm. That's what a, dad, a beer fridge. Yeah, that's what dads are doing in the study. Nico's doing, Nico's, he's in his weird study with like this perfectly symmetrical Bond villain mahogany thing behind him and some horrible artwork. But I think, like, I think he's an odd masturbator. I think he lays a towel down, uses a fleshlight. So I think he tucks his tie into his shirt so it doesn't get blown about by 
It's been a weird week. Aside from that race, Piastri's announcement as well. Danny's essentially going to take a year out, I think. I feel like we might be one step closer to seeing Danny, uh, you know, maybe he, who knows? Who knows? It depends what happens to Lewis, doesn't it? Um, Can you sing the uh, race results for us? Uh, uh, What was the song we were singing before the race? Oh, um, If you beams and Armada. So let me just get the standings up for you. And I'm sure... Um, hey, how about this? While 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 Alfie's getting the um the standings up, the Dutch had the break dancing before the race. Yeah, that was so really so it was diverse. so nice and so inclusive and diverse. Because the stands one hundred percent white, well and, orange, yeah. if you remember. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like they went, no, 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 we're a really diverse country. Let's get some let's get some black people up. What should we get them to do? Um, what's that dancing thing they like to do? Mm. Should, oh, should we get them to do some break dancing like it's 1984? You wouldn't know this, listener, but we actually have to stop uh, recording sometimes and uh, and edit out kind of moments of like minutes at a time that you just start break dancing, don't you, Josh? <laughs> you I just get the urge. Yeah, you can't. It's very natural. I get it's the very, urge. very natural. I pop and I lock and then I eat a bucket of chicken. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, why we yeah. sometimes have to pause recording. And the Dutch today... <laughs> I mean, they've got their, um, they've got Black Pete, haven't they? That's mm. their big, Santa has a little, Pete. Schwarze to, Pete. To give him his local name. It's actually quite offensive to not use his local parlance. Yes. <clears throat> That's what the uh, the Schwarze Pete chicane is named after. Yeah, they should have a Schwarze Pete chicane. Mm. In a, or a tunnel. It should, probably, it should probably be a tunnel. And um, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was Josh saying that. Listener. Basically in the Netherlands, Santa has this helper who's a black guy. It's a white guy blacked up. And he does all of Santa's heavy lifting, carries the presents. And the thing is, if you misbehave in mm. the Netherlands, they say Black Pete's going to get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's actually kind of quite a, a valuable disciplinary resource, mm-hmm. isn't he? <laughs> Every year, someone, some Dutch representative has to come out and go, no, 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 Black Pete's not racist. It's not racist. It's just a white guy lovingly blacked up who, mm. who, is, who threatens children if they're naughty. <laughs> so it was nice of the Dutch today to, to really get rid of that black stereotyping by having some people doing a... Um, Break dancing. Yeah, popping and locking before the race mm-hmm. to run DMC versus Jason Nevins. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> here was a, here's the race results for you uh, to the tune of Groove Armada. Not sure. What's the, the song called? Sandbeams and Salty Air? Sand Dunes and Salty Sand Air? Sand Dunes? Don't know. Verus leg campera lo nor sioco. Sturgas albumus vet magjoric lad bots you. Verus leg campera lo nor sioco. Sturgas albumus vet magjoric lad bots you. I appreciate that you uh, tried to do the saxophone there. Yeah, it's not. It ended up sounding like Gollum. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also, we need to thank uh, Joss Joss Verstappen for sending us so much stuff. You've given us so much, but we're both wearing. Uh, Jos Verstappen jumpers, aren't we? He's well, basically before the because it's the Dutch Grand Prix this week. Jos Verstappen had the very clever move of the, as the father of the world champion mm. um, to release his own merchandise through his son's website, um, and it's called Jos the Lion merchandise, and it's an official sponsor of this week's episode. It's called Jos the Boss, and no, the, no, and the no, slogan no. is Unleash the Lion. I'm wearing the hoodie now. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and and it's mine's it's so mine's camo, mine's camo, yeah. so you can sneak up on people and hit them in the back of the head. That's so useful. That's so <laughs> useful. And you've got what have you got on? Um, I'm just I've not got anything on per se, but I am holding one of his uh, uh, one of his uh, Jos Verstappen genuine Gurkha knives. Wow! Yeah, you know you're not allowed to take that out of the sheath unless you intend to b- draw blood, as it's bad luck. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. Um, thank you. I've got the Jos Verstappen hoodie. I've got the Jos Verstappen trainers. I've got the Jos Verstappen signature helmet. The Max War. Have you got the flannel? I've got well, I've got the flannel, and I've got the chloroform that comes with it. That's so good. So it's a little. It's a beautifully. What's it called? Um, when it's got the embossed on the flannel what's this called embossing emblazoned it's very it's it's a luxury pro- quality it product, is a luxury I'm, I'm, product. Sh- I'm waving it now yeah and it's, you can really like, it's feel very the co- thick you can hear the quality it's in the microphone thick organic cotton and there's a bottle of chloroform so you just pour that in go up to someone you don't like mm-hmm. like yos likes to do mm-hmm. and just knock them out and, and then beat them up mm-hmm. i've also got the um the the yos verstappen knuckle dusters uh-huh which are uh, in the shape of a lion's mane. Very okay. nice. That's nice. And um, the uh, there's also a Jos Verstappen wad of money to settle court cases mm. for when you beat up or your wife. settle out of court, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, settle yeah. out of court. Yeah, yeah. that's so good. And also, this is pretty exciting. This here. I need to take this off. I'm wearing it. Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. This is, the, this is actually Jos Verstappen's belt. Oh, great. That he used to just hit Lou, uh, Max with when he, when he would lose a race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it comes with instructions how to get a real... Listen to this. Listen. You can get a oh, real, get a real whip nice. on there. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Yost Does the that, Boss. And have you got the um, uh, the world's laziest sun mug? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, Bruce Springsteen put out a press statement just before the race saying that he no longer wants to be called the boss. He wants to hand that over yeah. to uh, the father yeah, yeah, of yeah. the driver. Yeah. Of Max the world's champion. Yeah, just the dad. Of, yeah. Just the dad who's... It's the, like the poet laureate, isn't it? The title, the boss. Is that that's what you get every every <laughs> usually you'd have to die to relinquish the title, but uh, because like like Andrew Motion, uh, Bruce Springsteen has given it up before his death. It's, the mantle is too heavy a burden to bear. He's given it to Jos Verstappen, uh, who now will receive the honor of being uh, the boss, and he'll get his uh, his annual payment of a yard of port or whatever it is that. That's what the Orange Army is supporting Jos Verstappen. It's really funny when you think about it. They had flags at the race. Jos the boss. Who who likes? You know what I like about Formula One? The driver's dads. <laughs> who do you reckon's got should the we, best dad? Should we make a big flag of our favourite Formula One daddy? <laughs> he's like it's like he's gaslit the country. It's so. Bizarre, isn't it? He's made himself such a feature, and like you know, we make we take a lot. We make fun of uh, Jos Verstappen without really knowing. We know enough, but we don't really know the kind of inner workings. We've created this sort of cartoon villain, but that is sort of what he's tried to do. Mm-hmm. This is sort of all of this. The last five minutes of this podcast is his fault. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, whether he likes it or not, he can't blame anybody but himself by making himself so huge a feature in his son's talent at success, which if we look at Jos Verstappen's record on the track, it wasn't really that inherited, was it? No. It wasn't. It's like a fair bit of that. Uh, Jos Verstappen has more criminal assault charges than race wins. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he has- He hasn't won any races. He has has zero races. (laughs) So actually, he has substantially more criminal yeah, assault yeah, yeah. charges. But anyway, um, his you know his son's winning the championship, so credit where it's due. Uh, should we get into the race review? Um, yeah. What's the name of this race? Oh, the official I'll find out name. for you, Joshua. I really, really will. It's the Formula One Heineken Dutch Grand Prix 2022. Ooh, it's a Heineken one. 
Um, which is nice because in Amsterdam, when it freezes over in the winter time, mm. uh, what will happen is Mads Mikkelsen will encourage everybody to come and drink Heineken with him on the frozen uh, canals. Who's Mads Mikkelsen? He's the actor who plays the villain in Casino Royale, the Bond film. But oh. he's also in uh, one of my favourite films as an alcoholic, Another Round. Um, in 10th place, Williams, Albon finishing 12th, um, Latifi finishing 18th, essentially last. Mm-hmm. I did feel like at a point in this race that um, Toto was going to call Latifi and go, mate, in the wall, put it in the fucking wall right now. Put it, <laughs> put it in the wall. I'll give you a seat next year. Just crash right now. Put it in the wall. Um, no, I mean, I, I really have nothing to report for the weekend. Every time I looked at the leaderboard at the beginning of the race, when there wasn't much going on, I would look and see Latifi last. And then I would look back a minute later and go, oh, he's not last anymore. Mm. And then I would look back in, like two minutes later and go, oh, no, he's last again. Um, what's in it for him? Uh, the He's a Formula One driver. I know. Can but you imagine sort of, how cool that, he gets to I say that. I don't think it is cool. Mate, one of the real casualties of the um, of the Russian war, um, aside from all the actual ca- casualties, is mm. the fact that it's really shone a light on how bad Latifi is because there's no one worse than him now. Yeah. I mean, he can't race. He can't race well, next year. Surely not. No, Surely. they'll keep him in. He, he funds the team. He funds the team. Yeah, he gives them With like, his own money. With his dad's money. He's got- and his dad doesn't even have a flag. <laughs> That's what we're doing. If we go to a race this season, we're making Latifi's a flag. Dad. Latifi's dad. Latifi the lion. No, it's not Latifi the lion. It's like Latifi unleash, the, the megazord. Unleash the possum. <laughs> um, unleash Aston the Aston Martin. Aston Martin fourteenth um, uh, for Seb Aston and Stroll Martin. for tenth. Sebastian Vettel today went for an absolutely lovely drive. <laughs> In the same way that like a character in a 1940s kind of maybe Richard Yates novel would have done. Hey, it's Sunday, everybody. We're taking the family out for a drive. Let's go for a drive. And they just drive around the country saying, oh, wow, look, it's a chicane. Just like doing that on the radio. (laughs) If you like the drive. (laughs) And the weather will be. (laughs) And he's just driving going, Um, uh, Vettel, we need to box (laughs) that. If you like to, <laughs> that's what you're fucking pulling out. Hamilton, yeah. Hamilton and Max are fighting right behind you. Hamilton and Max are fighting right. <laughs> Nothing's right. I'm torn. I'm all out of faith. This is how I. Vettel, <laughs> get out the fucking way. Vettel, get out the way. Max and Lewis are fighting. <laughs> this is how I feel. Hey. Um, Vettel seems like he's driving listening to Absolute Radio 90s, doesn't he? Yeah, one of the like subsidiary absolutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Vettel's just stopped giving a fuck. He's fighting Stroll. Max would have won this race, whatever happened. But those three seconds were pretty important. I don't know. I just don't know how. Yeah, obviously it's kind of a butterfly effecty and um, and I, I, I can't blame Vettel for what happened. But it's the alchemy of unfortunate events that meant that uh, that Hamilton didn't win. But my, oh my, that was a very frustrating but comical moment. Yeah, Vettel's uh, tapped out. He's clocked out of Formula One at And at point. least he's being funny. Yeah, that's true. He's getting in the way of George's press thing before the race as well. Yeah. Standing in the... Um, can you get out of the shot, please? Uh, Stroll. Having a very good consistent time in the race. I tenth thought. in the points. And uh, Alpha Tauri. Uh, Gasly's kind of eating balls this season, isn't he? Uh, he feels like... Uh, we're at the stage of the season now. I think it's very difficult motivationally for people to get their head around like what that it's they not want their to season. achieve. Yeah. Also, there's so much talk of team and what we want to achieve. I think 
I mean, this is a huge flaw in, and why I think negotiations, obviously there should be, that you need to organize these things ahead of time and you need to be pragmatic about what's going on, but it does affect the quality of the racing and the racers ability to be motivated. If you're already, oh, I wonder where I'll be next season. Oh, anyway, off, off I pop in this Red Bull car for a little yeah. bit. What's in it for you? And you can see the difference between people who are motivated enough to know that they're in that car next season and people who aren't. There's a very, very clear um, divide, I think, apart from for Hamilton, who we don't know where and when and if he'll be racing uh, next season. After the race, um, they were interviewing Christian Horner, the team principal of Red Bull Racing. Oh, yeah. And um, they said to him, so is Pierre going to stay um, at AlphaTauri next year? Because there's talk of him moving to Alpine. Do you think he'll leave the Red Bull family? And I just thought, that is not a family. Mm. Red Bull are not. If there's any team that's not a family, it is Red Bull. Mm. Red Bull are a, a barracks. <laughs> You can leave the Red Bull barracks. Welcome to the he... Red Bull team. Here's your sock full of batteries and soap bars. <laughs> <sighs> this is my car. There is another one like it, but this one is mine. The Red Bull team is like the very opening of a few good men. When they're in the barracks and they just beat that guy up and he oh, dies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what it's like being part of Red Bull. Mm. Alex Albon was a substandard driver. <laughs> I did what I did. I do it again. I'm going back to my mansion with the Spice Girl. Also, <laughs> it, um, con- the conspiracy theories are going to run amok with um, Sonoda's. Mm. It's very because interesting. Well, you started them. I did start them. <laughs> but it's it's very interesting that when it is interesting that whenever Red Bull are at a disadvantage, one of their junior drivers absolutely chunks it. And Sonoda pulls over and he goes, Yeah, there's something wrong with my tires. And then they pull him in and then it looks like someone was massaging his thighs for a minute and a half. Mm. Because he tried to take off his seatbelt. Thighs, was it? Yes, his yes, thighs. His thighs. And um and then they refasten his seatbelt and then he went out and but then they DNF'd him. And I, I don't I think it was just a series of unfortunate events that were just very lucky for Max. Um, Haas, uh, uh, Magnussen finishing 15th, Schumacher 13th. Again, Vettel's just fighting his boy. There's a sensei beating up, Morpheus beating up Neo element to it. <laughs> like, you think stop- that's air you're breathing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, were you uh, racing against me or were you looking at the woman in the red dress? <laughs> um, and driver of the day, Alfa Romeo, um, Joe, oh. Joe, the greatest showman finishing 16th, but the dirty air, not the uh, sales the force. Dirty air. Is it sales force or workforce driver oh, of the day? Oh, it stinks workforce. Yeah, the workforce driver of the day. Um, not that, the dirty air. We're going to do this every week now. The dirty air driver of the day. Valtteri Bottas. It's time to smack Um, for just pulling. When Lewis needed a hand, Valtteri saw what was up, and he just pulled over and was like, "I got this, Lewis. I've got you. I've got you." You know that bit in Wolf of Wall Street? We got you. I. Uh, it's actually been too long since I've seen that film to appreciate the reference, okay. but. Um, that's three solid film references in a row. Thank I you very much. We're pretty- He's also drinking alcohol-free beer, which is one of the main sponsors of Formula One in that scene in Wolf oh, of Wall Street. Nice, so. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's got a different alcohol-free uh, beer sponsor, don't no, no, they? Because- what an interesting way that alcohol has... They're not allowed to use alcohol sponsorship in, in Formula One anymore. So it's very 
interesting and, 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 and fortunate that they've managed to keep their names on all the drivers' coats. Mm, such a lovely little loophole. I'll tell you it? what I love. I tell you what I love. After a long, hard day, I like a beer that isn't a beer. Mm, mm. But I like the taste of beer. Oh, it's so yummy. I just don't I don't want to uh forget the agony of the everyday grind. That's what I like. I like the taste of beer on my tongue, mm. but not the uh not the ability to sort of sleep without fear and escape yeah mm. and you know what i like i really like feeling bloated without getting drunk <laughs> yeah so thanks to peroni nazuro Estrozo 0. 0.000 mm, ah oh, it's so delicious also it was the best place to stop because it was just after like the entry to the pit there was the most possible lap to go before he could possibly it was like yeah, try try yellow flagging without a safety car. You fucking <laughs> yeah. pigs. Just just have a go. At see see what you, see if you can work it out. It's like one of those brain games. How to get Bottas off the track without the need for a safety car. Yeah. Go. You can't do it. Checkmate. McLaren, Norris 7th, Ricardo 17th. It's a year tomorrow since Ricardo won his last race, which isn't that long ago in the in the world Is it? of It's not that long ago in the world of Formula 1. He won Monza last year. No. And now he doesn't have a seat. Like Alonso's throwing it all about. Alonso hasn't won a race since 2013. Wow. Obama was in his second term. We were all using the iPhone 4. Black Eyed Peas were massive. Osama Bin Laden hadn't fully decomposed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he was recently dead. And recently in ISIS the ISIS were on top of the world. Oh, it was, their salad. it was their salad days, wasn't it, ISIS? But I will say that Alonso... Unlike, you know, the others who are now phoning it in, the old guard who get tired and they go, ah, it's fucking Formula One, whatever. He, I mean, I love watching him defend. I could watch a compilation of him saying, not past here, you don't. I love it with all of my heart. He is gorgeous. I know we still talk, we're not talking about Alpine yet, but um, Alpine, Alpine, ma copine, prends mon pine sus pour moi. Again, if yes. I'm ill and you have to do this podcast with somebody else, am I going to have to teach you that song? Al, I got, I think I got it. Alpine, ma copine, prends mon pine sus pour moi. Yeah, is that's that right? Great. Yeah, yeah. 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 Ocon ninth, Alonso sixth. I mean, Al, okay, listen, Piastri has pissed off a bunch of people in Formula One to move to a crapper team. Mm. It's like, I don't understand what Mark Webber, his manager, multi-21 Red Bull racer, um, has, why he's decided to just annoy everyone, but he hasn't even started his job and he's pissed off a bunch of people. Well, uh, Renault or Alpine and McLaren will both have a fair bit of money. They're not poor teams. Could it be financial? Could it just be kind of arrogant? Could like the project of McLaren have been sold um, better to uh, PS? I mean, I've no idea. It doesn't make much sense. I mean, I would have. I don't understand it. I mean, I'm, unless there's plans in place that they're going to, but it's just, it just seems like you rolled the dice and, and has had to stand by making a bad decision. Like when Magnuson crashed into the wall mm. and he'd crashed into the wall and you know, you, when you panic and you go, yeah, the car's fine. The car's fine. Mm. The, car's, the car's okay. Like when you see a city boy fall up the escalators and he pretends not to have gashed his knee. Yeah, 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 fine, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you sit during the race, it's like when a kid falls over. Yeah, straight oh, back. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm fine. I'm fine. And just, they they no, stare at the wall to try and stop themselves from you're, crying. You're, you're, your knee's bleeding quite a lot. I'm fine. I'm fine. And I feel like that's what Piastri's doing. McLaren, I'm fine. We made the right choice. We yeah. made the right choice. But Alpine are the better team. 
by quite a big margin. I think the frustrating thing is, and when you're trying, when you're joining a team, you can always look at, unless it's like Mercedes, Red Bull, Ferrari, and even then it is still constitutes a gamble. So George Russell, you know, he might have had an offer from, uh, you know, uh, he wouldn't have done, but say he had a, an offer from Red Bull or Ferrari. Obviously it looks like the Mercedes is going to finish stronger than the Ferrari, which you wouldn't have expected at the beginning of the season. But you're making a calculated gamble or like, a, you know, you are thinking about where you think the team's going as well as where it is, which is why every driver says, I'm really excited about the project here because everybody knows that the car like varies on a year to year basis. So it does, they are a better team now, but it's not for nothing that they're going to have gone there. It's either going to be money or because they believe that the McLaren will be the better car in the future. Yeah, and that's a good point that you bring up that every day ask every driver and every driver goes, yeah, I'm really excited about the project. And I noticed we were talking about this during the race today or before the race when they were going up to the drivers being like, so what do you what do you want to do today? You know, you've got two drivers in front of you, Lance. And, and obviously they're always going to go, well, yeah, I want to, Go in front of all the cars. Was it Martin who said, uh, so obviously you've got, um, you know. Uh, it's like Tsunoda uh, and Gasly or something uh, Sonoda like that. and Gasly yeah. in front of you. So you're hoping that, you know, you can get past them? Yeah. <laughs> Why do they Yeah, mate, yeah. That's, Why do that's they actually do exa- That's exactly what I'm hoping. How did you, have you seen. Are you a, a driver? Are you, that's plan A. Wow. That's Ma- plan A. Martin, you can, do you know our, do you know the inner workings of our team? Who are you talking, who the fuck are you talking to? Yeah. yeah. Who no, is, no, no, thank you for your searing insight into the world of Formula One racing. Who is leaking our private team information to you that our plan is to finish high up? Who, so the, who? the cars in front of you, you're going to want to get in front of them and make them behind you, are you? Wow. you! I can tell that you race in Formula One, Martin. That is such an amazing insight. I, no, well, thank you. But that's just what I always did. That's just what I always did. So, and you don't lose. It's like riding a bike, isn't it? So I, I just always, I always tried to overtake the car in front of me and make the car in front of me the behind me car. And I hated when a car behind me got in front of me because that always meant I was doing badly. So I just wondered if you were the same because like, I just, you know, I used to be a racer, yeah. <laughs> but um, before we tie up Alpine, I just want to give credit. Two weeks ago, Fernando Alonso said um, that Aston Martin are going to get the best Fernando Alonso that the world has ever seen. My name is Fernando Alonso. You killed my father. Prepare to die. And I have to say, Alonso is delivering on all fronts. This is the best, maybe not the best results, but just for pure value of entertainment. Mm. Alonso is, has absolutely turned it up to 11 this I season. I just adore him. I just adore him. He's a gnarly, irascible, cool, sexy, exciting driver. And the sport will be poorer for him. You know you're going to have fun. You know it's going to be a good episode. When, when you, see, you see Alonso on the horizon, you're like, okay, I'm going to enjoy. I don't know what he's going to do. Is he going to slow right down so that the cars can't get past? And is he going to treat the whole race like a procession? Is he just going to shut the door? Is he going to, you know, when, when he- I love it when he shuts the door. You know door. when him and Lewis crashed last week? When he drove past Lewis on the next lap, he waved at Lewis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Mercedes, uh, Hamilton fourth, fourth, mm. and Russell second. Um, my main takeaway from the Mercedes thing today is we've said this throughout the season that there always comes a point where new teammates or teammates um, stop pretending that they're friends and, and the relationship snaps at a certain point and they become rivals. And you never know when it's going to happen. Mm. And I think it happened today. You well, you very kind of you to say we on this podcast because that's always been 
you have been uh, champing at the bit to find out when that moment is going to come. Mm-hmm. And you've been very, very persistent and vocal in your anticipation of the moment when it goes horribly wrong between Lewis and George. Mm-hmm. And as you rightly predicted, well, we don't know if it's happened yet. Oh, it's Lewis, happened. Well, Lewis, Lewis, there's every chance that Lewis might take this in good grace or, you know, that old... Lewis rings up his PR person from 2014. Right, I, I need I need to deal with this in a likable way. Will you please? I'm about to be unlikable again. Could you please help? I don't know how to navigate this. This is a new chapter in like likability. This is like the like this is the boss level likability test. Um, so there, there is every chance that that happens, uh, and and they uh, whoever the uh, PR person likability person is says. Yeah, don't don't do what you, what you know what you want to do. Don't do that. Mm. Uh, you know what you want to do. Why don't you just lock yourself in your trailer for the next hour and a half? And have a nice ice bath into a pillow. Angela will put the Theragun on your shoulders, and you can mm. just Ugh. relax. Ugh. Max is in third. George is second. Lewis is first. Now, realistically, there is no world in which Max doesn't win that race, but there is a world in which Lewis comes second and George comes third. Mm. Max would have overtaken them both. That car is just so horrifically quick that he overtook Lewis. He didn't even have to try. Max Verstappen could have been lighting a cigarette on the dashboard when he overtook (laughs) Lewis. There was just no, there's no challenge there. The car is quicker. Now, what would have happened is George could have held him up for a while, Mm. and then Lewis could have held him up for a while, and they both could have been on the podium. And what George chose to do Mm. Is he went, oh, guys, I need some mega softs. Mega, absolutely mega. I'm coming in. And they went, no, 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 George, stay out. This is great. We're going to get a one, two, uh, we're going to get a two, three podium. No, 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 no. I'm coming in and, you f- and you're putting softs on my ruddy bloody car, mega soft, right? And then I'm going to get second. And he chose in that moment to um, metaphorically rear end his teammate mm. so that he could get the better result. And he put his dick in the sand and he went, this I'm daddy now. I'm surprised his voice on the thing. Box, box, box. You sure you want to do this? You sure you want to? You sure you want to do this now? Yeah, but <clears throat> yeah. yeah, box. <laughs> yeah, his voice broke. <laughs> <laughs> this is George now. Yeah, fuck Lewis. Yeah, he got out of the car and he had a beard, didn't he? <laughs> he got out of the car and he lit a, a, an American Spirit cigarette and he sat on the front tire of his car and high fived all the other. You could see the smile on his face yeah. during the interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so great. It was like he looked like um, Sandy when she comes into the fairground at the end of Greece. Sandy. Tell me about it. Stirred. I got chills. Um, yeah, he was. They they interviewed him after the race and they went, George, what a result for you. And he went, listen, right, I fucking saw an opportunity, right? Right, I know it's a team player game, team sport, right? But fuck, that number one, who's looking out for number one? You got to look after yourself, yeah? You got to fucking look after yourself. You think I'm going to do what's best for something? In this life, in this life, you got your fucking self and that's all you can depend on. You think he's going to be doing me favours, right? Like down the line. No, of course he fucking ain't. So I got to look after myself. What the fuck are you on about? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Shut <laughs> up. Georgie Daddy Boy took his pound of flesh today. Yeah, fucking Pride of Kings Lynn, innit, you oh. shodding little twerp. <laughs> you slag. He was smirking. He was smirking. And there is no other word that is more apposite. Look, rewatch the footage of him. He sat on his car at the end of the race, right? He's high-fiving all the drivers as they go past. And he's drinking a bottle of water and he has this exhausted look on his face. And right before the camera cuts, 
he gives he has this little smirk like he hit like daddy's plan worked mm. <laughs> like like daddy's gone on a business trip and he's met a woman in the hotel lobby who said let's just have fun tonight and we'll <laughs> never talk again and he's got home she hasn't added him on linkedin she hasn't followed him on instagram and he just knows oh, he's got away just with about it tonight ferrari um signs finishing ferrari eighth. ferrari gonna ferrari by the way, we did. We are going to make some merch. We have a quite a cool yeah. announcement coming. A lot of you who were nice enough to come up to me in the Edinburgh Festival Fringe said, "When's Dirty Air merch going to come out?" and uh, and and it shall be so. We are doing it, and we are, we are doing a live event, which we can't announce the date of yet, but it might be the last race of the season. Could be. Could very well that's be. It's, that's when that's what it's in my We're going to do for. a live uh, podcast. We, let's not talk about it yet, but we are. No, it's going to be fun. It's gonna be, look, just, that's a little teaser. If you feel teased, then it's work. Ferrari, penalty for, for signs. Red Bull ran over their gun. And here's the, my, the, the most amazing thing about Ferrari today. How is it possible if your job is to take a tyre out of a garage and put it on a car. How can you get outside and go, oh, oh yeah, I forgot a tyre. How do you, how? That's one, that's one person's job at Ferrari. That's their actual job. And they didn't do it today. It, it's, it's the sort of thing, you know that expression, I'd forget my head if it wasn't screwed on. Mm-hmm. That, like, forgetting the tyre reduces that phrase from hyperbole to actually probably what would happen for that particular person. That is, it, 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 it's so mad that they wouldn't remember the tyre when they're, surely, but also to like, there must be somebody whose job it is to go now, you can go now. And Oh, sorry, there was a car coming. That's my one job, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah I remember now. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Fuck. You know when you're on an aeroplane and somebody and someone goes, hey, you know the the plane can actually just fly with one engine. I know there's four, but it can actually do the job it with one. Do it with one. I wonder if there was someone in the Ferrari garage who was like, yeah, you know, we we only need three tires. Mm. We Co- can do. You can do the rest totally normally with three tires. Cost of living crisis. Yeah, three tire race. Red Bull. They are the winning team. The winning team again. Yes, Checo fifth, Max first. I think what we should do just for this episode is say, well done, Max, because at least it was an exciting race. It was a race he rode, he, 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 was, he was lucky, but he was very, very good. Very good, as yeah. he always is. And he deserves, I think at last, a bit of unapologetic credit. Um, we, can, we, can, we can aim our, our Dutch-based ire at his father, I think. Mm-hmm. He's, he's had to survive a childhood with him. So I think maybe today we just say, well done, Maximum Verstappen, on all of your success. You are a good racer, and for such an ugly eighteen-year-old, you're a very handsome twenty. Yeah, he's 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 maturing well, isn't he? Mm, he's yeah, really yeah, grown yeah. into his face. Yeah, he's got Those, that nice stubble. Yeah, yeah. His 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 jaw has really accommodated his nose and lips combo and in a way that body, it hadn't before. His body suits the jumpsuit. Yeah, as well. I've noticed. Like Checo looks like a sort of boy. In his jumpsuit, doesn't he? He looks you know? like one of those games you have, like that children have, where you replace the head and you turn a thing, and it's a different body. <laughs> and he's got the wrong head for the wrong body, and that's not the right uh, yeah. body for that head. That's Danny DeVito's body. Wearing his daddy's helmet. Go on. I do wonder if when when Yoss hugged him after the race and he was saying something, I do I do think it would be funny if he said, "Don't forget, you've got my helmet on your head." <laughs> Like who, whose idea was it to wear daddy's helmet today? Uh, I don't know. Whose idea? Who's, was it Yoss's idea? Was Yoss, it Matt? Yoss kissing it, his own helmet after the race, that's, as, he, as he'd always dreamed he'd be able to do. <laughs> yeah, finally, his own winning finally. helmet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he didn't kidding. even have to have his ribs removed. That's a myth, isn't it? 
Uh, he, um, it's just, I wonder if Max like forgot to get him a Christmas present and panicked on Christmas day and was like, no, no, no. what I'm doing for the, uh, for the, uh, Dutch Grand Prix this year, I'm, uh, ah, fuck, I'm going to wear, and he just looked like in unusual suspects. He looked around the room, saw a picture of a helmet on a fridge magnet. I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm your helmet on my, oh, I'm getting your helmet, dad, your helmet. I'm wearing your helmet. It feels like the sort of decision that management would have made. Mm. And I think who is Max Verstappen's manager again? Um, I think it's his daddy. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. Do you know a nice thing that you could do? You know a nice thing that you could do for Father's Day. If you really loved me, Max. If you really loved me, you'd wear my helmet. <laughs> um, next week, Monza. Um, Monza. Uh, Monza I'm- sounds like a race that George Russell named. Oh yeah, it's Mon- Monza. Uh, absolutely mega uh, Monza. Absolutely Monza. Mega Monza. Oh, it's um, Monza. Yeah. We'll go to a Monza pizza place. Yeah, don't let that little smug, nerdy smile fool you. George Russell knows what he's bloody doing, doesn't he? Going down Monza, aren't going I? Going down fucking Monza, going to fucking Merck Lewis. <laughs> you fucking think you're passing me that <laughs> Merck, Merck him in a fucking Merck, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, uh, my predictions for Monza, um, because obviously we had Gasly uh, 2020, Ricardo 2021 on the podders because the, the main the main challenges tend to crash out. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Sonoda, Stroll and Joe. To win? On the podders. That's my podders. That's your podium. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for, mm, I'm going to go for mm, Verstappen, mm, Rogue, mm, Hamilton. That is Rogue. And Leclerc. Ooh, the Well, the, the fans will enjoy that. Uh, yeah, the fans will. Tifosi fans. Tifo- yeah, the fans fans. <laughs> the fans Tifosi. Um, the fans to Fosse. And we have to do our song of the week and whatnot. Uh, uh, my inappropriate sponsor, sponsor of the week, is a soft serve ice cream. Ooh. As um, George was served softs and Lewis couldn't have any. Uh, What's your song of the week? Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, because it only got good at the end. Uh, no, because you're kind of going, oh, this is good. I know it's shit. I know it's good. I like this song. I know it's a shit song. And then as soon as like, you know. Ding, 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 Yeah. The, 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 the nice thing about this uh, race was there was no Brian May solo to ruin it. Because um, <laughs> I do hate his guitar playing. Anyway, uh, I'm Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. And this is Dirty Air. <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.